Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. This is the podcast where I am reading the dictionary and I also say the things that I think about as I am reading it. I am recording this on January 1st, 2022 at 10.22 Central Time. Oh, uh, my wife is out for a walk, a long walk, and it's the weather's about to get real crappy, so she might be out during some crappy weather, but she wants to get all the walking in. She's going to go for, she's going to go for 2,022 miles this year, so we'll see if she did it. We'll see if she does it. Yesterday, she finished over 1,021 miles, uh, and that was impressive. I was there with her. Yay, we went for a walk. Got some, got some good walking in. Anyway, we, we need to talk about the words. Uh, there, This is at the top of page 276. Uh, the first word is copious, C-O-P-I-O-U-S. Adjective from the 14th century. 1A, yielding something abundantly, as in a copious harvest. Also as in copious springs. Are those like the springs where the water flows? Or is it the spring season? I think the first one makes more sense. For some reason, I am not hearing myself so great in these headphones, and I don't understand why. It might do that thing again where it all of a sudden gets louder. This is very strange to me. Okay, let's move on. Uh, 1B for copious, plentiful in number, as in copious references to other writers. So uh, maybe somebody is writing a story and they're writing many, many references to other writers, maybe people that they were inspired by. Okay, 2A, full of thought, information, or matter. Lots of, lots of things. Th- uh, 2B, profuse or exuberant in words, expression, or style, as in a copious talker. I have to be a copious talker when I am recording this podcast because if I didn't talk, you would hear nothing. But in, in normal days, I'm not uh, typically a copious talker. Unless you, unless you start talking about something I'm interested in or I know something about. Number three, present in large quantity, taking place on a large scale, as in copious weeping, like, like crying, lots and lots of crying. Uh, Also is in copious food and drink. Uh, We have seen lots and lots of sadness over the last couple of years, uh, at the very least with with COVID uh, sicknesses and deaths. And that has presented lots of copious weeping um, and uh, obviously lots of other things. Just yesterday, when I'm recording this, Betty White died just two, two and a half weeks or so before her 100th birthday. Lots of copious weeping happened yesterday, I think, all over the world. So my wife and I started watching The Golden Girls from the beginning. That was literally what we did on New Year's Eve. We watched The Golden Girls. And I think we watched 10 or so episodes from the beginning. That was a, that was a darn good show, and I think you should go watch it. We also had copious food and drinks. Mostly just food. A synonym for the word copious is the word plentiful. Copiously is an adverb, and copiousness is a noun. And this is from the Latin the Latin word copia, which means abundance, from co plus ops, which means wealth, 
Ops, O-P-S, means wealth. And so you add a co, and it means abundance. You have lots of wealth. And there's more at the word opulent. Ah, that's where opulent comes from. Just wealth. Okay, we have to do a sound effect. I just picked bong for some reason. I don't know why. Our next word is coplanar. C-O-P-L-A-N-A-R. Coplanar. Adjective from 1853. Line or acting in the same plane. P-L-A-N-E. Like a surface. Coplanarity. I think that's how you say it. Coplanarity. That is a noun. On the same plane, you are coplanar. Bong. Next word is copolymer. C-O-P-O-L-Y-M-E-R. Noun from 1936. A product of copolymerization. And copolymeric is an adjective. Now I'm wondering if maybe my headphones aren't connected. Hold on. Is that better? Eh, maybe a little bit. Hmm, maybe it could be a headphone problem. Okay, uh, bong. Next word is with the one that was in the definition, copolymerization. Copolymerization. That would be a fun one to try and figure out backwards as well. Noun from 1936. The polymerization of two substances as different monomers together. So the, the substances could be different monomers. Would you say monomers? Monomers. That's a weird word. So it's just the polymerization of two substances together. You're putting them together. And copolymerize. No. Copol- <laughs> copolymerize or copolymerize. That is a verb. You can say it either way. Bong. Next is cop out. Two words with a hyphen, noun from circa 1942. One, the act or an instance of copying out. <laughs> when you cop, when you do a cop out, you are copying out. Two, an excuse or means for copying out, and the synonym is pretext. Hmm. Three, a person who cops out is a cop out. That cop-out copped out while they were copying out. Next word, bong, bong, bong. It's cop-out again. This one has no hyphen, but it is two words. It is an intransitive verb from 1952. One, to back out. Oh, that's the end of that one, but the example is uh, backing out of an unwanted responsibility. As in the example, cop-out on jury duty. I think many people have done that. I think I I have mixed feelings. It's like on the one hand, yeah, it's my duty as a person of the citizen of the United States to be part of a jury duty. But then sometimes you're like, but I don't want to. I just don't want to. Number two, to avoid or neglect problems, responsibilities, or commitments. As in, accused the mayor of copying out on the issue. Hmm. He shouldn't have done that. Or she. Doesn't matter. The mayor shouldn't have done that. Next word. Bung. It is copper. Then a lot of these are going to be copper related uh, through the rest of this episode. This is the first form of copper. Noun from before the 12th century. One. 
a common reddish metallic element that is ductile and malleable and is one of the best conductors of heat and electricity. And it says to see the element table. Uh, so it's malleable. It can be moved around fairly easily. You look at, you know, uh, a copper wire. You can move it really easily. Ductile. What does ductile mean? I don't know exactly in this context. Um, and then, yes, it is a very good conductor of heat and electricity. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, that's why they use it in houses. So you can conduct your heat and your electricity. Number two. A coin or token made of copper or bronze. So a copper coin could be made from bronze. Uh, pennies are supposed to be made from copper, but I'm not even sure if they are anymore. Um, and I think there was a time when they definitely were not. Was it during the war or something? The war. Um, okay. Number three for copper is chiefly British. It is a large boiler... As for cooking, the kind of boiler that you use for cooking, they call it a copper. Maybe because it was made out of copper. Four, any of a subfamily of small butterflies with usually copper-colored wings. And I think we may have to post a picture of that. Um, the subfamily is Lysanini of the family Lysanidae. And it's spelled with letters l y c's other other letters um okay let's look at the etymology uh from from the latin coprum no cuprum which means copper from uh the latin let's see cyprium with a capital c cyprium uh which literally means cyprium metal so yes it's just a it's kind of metal not sure what cyprian is though uh, bong, bong. Next word, second form of copper, transitive verb from 1530, to coat or sheath with or as if with copper. So if you are coppering a thing, you are coating it in copper. That makes sense. It's logical. Bong. Third form of copper, noun from 1846, and the synonym is police officer. Next word, bung. It is copperous. Copperous. Copper with an A-S. Noun from the 14th century. Uh, the synonym is ferrous sulfate. F-E-R-R-O-U-S. And then the word sulfate. Uh, and then copperous uh, it is from the, let's see, Middle Latin cuperosa which is probably from aqua cuprosa, which literally means copper water. Copper water. Hmm. And ferrous, oh God, that is, um, is that copper? Is it fair? It's a f -f 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 iron? Might be, I feel like it's iron. Iron? I don't know. I don't know. But this word was copperous. Bong, bong, bong. Next word is copper beech. Beech has two E's. This is two words. Noun from 1846. A beech with shining coppery red leaves that is a widely planted cultivar of a beech native to Europe. 
So it's a beech, uh, a beech tree. I think that's a tree native to Europe, um, and it's got coppery red leaves. So they just call it a copper beech. By the way, the scientific name is, I think it says Fagus sylvatica, F A G U S, sylvatica. Next word, bung. It is copperhead. One word, noun from 1775. One. A common pit viper of the eastern and central U.S. usually having a copper-colored head and often a reddish-brown hourglass pattern on the body. Probably something you may want to stay away from. The scientific name is... Oh boy, let's see if I can read this. There's not enough light in this room and, and the letters are very tiny. Um, should I use the flashlight on my phone? Would that help? Let's see. It does. So the scientific name for this common pit viper is, and it goes over to the second line, Agkistrodon, Agkistrodon contor, contortrix. Agkistrodon contortrix. That is an amazing name. Okay. Number two for Copperhead is a person in the northern states who sympathized with the South during the American Civil War. Why were they called a Copperhead? Do we have a reason? There must be a reason. Something. There's some reason. So, yeah, people, somebody who lived in the North, and they were like, well, but I like the, what the South has to say, but I live in the North, so I will, I will call myself a Copperhead. I don't know if they called themselves Copperhead. That's a history part that I don't know. Bong. Next word, copper plate. One word, noun from 1663. One, an engraved or etched copper printing plate. Also, a print made from such a plate. Two, a neat script handwriting based on engraved models. So you, it's a handwriting that's in script, probably cursive, and it's very neat. It's very neat handwriting, but it is based on engraved models. Not sure exactly what that is, but uh, something. Copper plate. Maybe they engraved it on copper plates. Next word, copper pyrites. I think that's how you would say it. Two words, noun from 1757, and the synonym is just the word Chalcoprite. How do you say this? I don't remember. Chalcoprite. Chalcopyrite. Chalcopyrite. Apologies. Next word. Bong. Coppersmith. One word. Noun from the 14th century. A worker in copper. Copper. They make, they're smithing the copper. Next word. Bong. Copper sulfate. Two words. Noun from 1869, a sulfate of copper, especially the normal sulfate that is white in the anhydrous form, but blue in the crystalline hydrous form, C-U-S-O-4-5-H-2-O, there's a dot before the five, yeah, and that is often used as an algicide and fungicide. Okay, there was a lot there. It's it's white in the anhydrous form, blue in the crystalline hydrous form. It's got a bunch of chemically scientific 
uh, element things, and it's used as an algicide and fungicide. I know fungicide gets rid of funguses. I'm not sure alga. Oh, that must get rid of uh, algae, I think. McKill's algae, I'm guessing. Okay, next word and last word, bung. It is the word coppery. Copper with a Y. Adjective from circa 1775, resembling the suggesting copper. Resembling, oh, sorry, it says or. Resembling or suggesting copper. Especially having the reddish to brownish orange color of copper. It is so coppery. So the words in this episode were copious, coplanar, copolymer, copolymerization, cop-out, cop-out, copper, copperus, copper beach, copperhead, copper plate, copper pyrites, coppersmith, copper sulfate, and coppery. Hmm. What do I want to pick? Uh, let's see. I don't know. I'll pick copious. I think that's a good word. I'll pick copious as the word of the episode. This song has lots of words and... Oh, no, that's a bad idea. Don't do not do that. Uh, this song uh, is the copious song. It says the word copious a lot. I like to say copious, 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 and see, it's the copious song. Copious, copious. You say copious, copiously, and there's so much, so much copiousness in this song. It's early. I'm tired. Uh, okay, so it's time to read the holidays. Uh, in Mexico, it is Constitution Day. In Denmark, it is Crown Princess Mary's birthday. In Pakistan, it is Kashmir Solidarity Day. In San Marino, it is Liberation Day. In Finland, it is Runeberg's birthday. In Burundi, it is Unity Day. Um, it is National Weather Person's Day. Uh, let's see, I think we read those. In Peru, it is Pisco Sour Day, which is a Peruvian liquor. In India, it is Vasant Panchami. In Mexico, it is Constitution Day of Mexico. What do the fun holidays have to say? It is California Western Monarch Day. That is the butterfly. Probably not the, uh, the copper butterfly that I read here, although the, the wings are on the orange side, not quite coppery. It is Disaster Day. Huh. That's no fun. Ice Cream for Breakfast Day. I love it. International Clash Day. Is that the band The Clash? I feel like I've read these before, but maybe not. Um, move Hollywood and Broadway to Lebanon, Pennsylvania Day. This is fascinating. So somebody in Lebanon, Pennsylvania said, I'm going to make a day where we try to move Hollywood and Broadway. Can you imagine moving both Hollywood and Broadway to a town in Pennsylvania or just anywhere together? Interesting. National Chocolate Fondue Day. National Fart Day. And it shows a picture of beans. Go f- let, our, let out your farts all over the place. Uh, okay, National Shower with a Friend Day. You may not want to sh- fart in that shower, though. Don't f- When you fart in the shower, it smells very bad very quickly, and it has to do with the moisture in the air. I, don't, I can't be the only one who knows this or who has done this. 
Uh, yeah, go shower with a friend if you want. Uh, you, I, yeah, no judgment. Take your child to the library day. I think it should be done much more often. World Nutella Day. That is a tasty, tasty treat. Uh, let's see. Anything else? Uh, no. I think that's it. There's a lot of lot of food things today. Well, there's a few food things today. All right. That is a good place to end this episode. Thank you very much for listening. I'm going to go figure out why I can't hear myself in the headphones. This has been Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye.